This Icon Podcast is hosted and sponsored by Sphere Rocket Virtual Assistants, a leading provider for your virtual assistants and outsourcing needs. Owned by one of the top-ranking EXP agents, Justin Nelson. Sphere Rocket VA provides a one-stop virtual staffing solution for business owners, and we specialize in helping business owners grow their business by leveraging through virtual assistants. Trusted by the top names in the real estate industry like Kyle Whistle, Andrew Franklin, John Kitchens, and many more. Get ready to up your success and we'll help you achieve your business goals. Book your free consultation at SpearRocketVA.com and find out how we can make your life easier. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Icon Podcast. I'm your host, Gianna, and today we are getting to know Tim. Welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. Hello. Welcome. Thank you. I appreciate it. Of course. We're super excited to get to know you. So I guess that being said, um, take us back to the beginning. Who are you, Tim? Where are you from? Yeah. Where are you at now? And how'd you find yourself a real estate agent? <laughs> yeah, right on. Uh, I'm located in Bellingham, Washington, which is about 100 miles north of Seattle. We're actually closer to Vancouver, BC than we are to Seattle. So wow. beautiful place here in the Pacific Northwest. We've got mountains, we've got ocean, we've got islands. It's, it's phenomenal. Um, highly, um, you know, it's a big demand location, demand location people want to move to. So a lot of people moving into the area. Uh, so yeah, pretty much been here my whole life and followed multiple career paths in my adult life until I landed in the real estate world. In 2008, I was hired to manage a local title and escrow company. So I got into title and escrow. For, now, 2008 was not a great time to get into the real estate industry because we had a massive crash. And those were some rough years from 2008 to 2012. It was uh, every day. It was like, how do we you know, do another transaction and hopefully keep the doors open? Um, in 2010, though, right in the middle of that title and escrow experience, I got into real estate investing and started, I did my first fix and flip in 2010 and then just started taking on more projects after that, after the fix and flip, then I did a spec house and then just went from there until finally in 2012, I decided, Hey, you know what? I'm going to go full-time into real estate, be a real estate investor and a real estate agent. So I got my license in July of 2012. So we're coming up on 10 years right now in the business and started out as a solo agent. And um, I had interviewed with every brokerage in town, every because I knew all of the broker owners because I was in the title company. So I went to every company and did my analysis on, gosh, what is the best place to go to, to launch a real estate career? And at that point in time, you know, I've got kids in college, you know, I've got a mortgage, I've got living expenses, so I mean, we have to replace my salary. How are we going to do that? What's the best brokerage to do that in? And I selected a brokerage, went there first day and I'm um, super excited. And they said, okay, hey, let's take you back to your office. And we ended up going to the very back of the building in this tiny little office. And the uh, front desk person says, well, here's your desk. Um, if you have any questions, let us know. Good luck. And from there, I realized that I had no clue what to do, you know, and, and that's kind of the weird thing about real estate is that you take a book exam, like you take the written exam and then you get licensed. There is no actual like hands-on training that you get prior to getting licensed, mm -hmm. which is pretty crazy because we don't even let people drive cars without actually doing the driving portion of the test. Imagine if we did that with pilots or doctors or surgeons, There's, but there's not none of that in our industry. 
is you take the written exam and the, go go do it. And um, so I struggled for the first you know three to six months figuring this thing out. And probably my greatest asset was I just wasn't going to quit. Yeah. And um, and finally got to a point where I sold a house and then another house, another house built up a pipeline and started to figure things out. One of my early, I was really freaked out about reaching out to my sphere. I had a big sphere list, but for some reason I had a lot of stories in my head about calling people I know and some judgments about what I thought they might say or how they might react. So I ended up really focusing on open houses. That was my first, you know, lead generation mechanism that I had for my business. And I got really good at open houses and I just do more open houses. And then I was started to get more buyers at open houses and then realize that you could actually get sellers at open houses. So I really de uh, developed that part of my business in the beginning and eventually picked up a builder client and, you know, the business took off. So within three years, I was at a place of stability and making more money than I ever made in my life. And I wanted to leverage that. I wanted to scale that and you know multiply that because as a solo agent, you, you sell a house, you get paid, you sell a house, you get paid. But how many houses can one person manage, you know, on their own? And I decided I wanted to start a team and to to um, multiply my effectiveness and the number of transactions I could do with other people. And part of it, I, you know, the experience I had not getting that training, I really dove into getting trained myself. I hired coaches. I went to conferences. I read books. I watched podcast or listened to podcasts like this you know, watch YouTube videos, hours and hours of creating systems and methodologies that anybody could adopt into their business. And so we started a, a team in 2015. I had no clue what I was doing. It was like, yeah, I'm just going to start a team. I want to leverage what I'm doing, but I had no clue, no model, no anything. And I actually had a client reach out to me who had, who's an investor client and said, hey, I'm going to quit my job and I want to be your first team agent. And I said, great. I don't know how that works, but awesome. So he came, he got licensed, we started. And then I realized I needed to have some structure in place. And right about that time as well, the brokerage I was at was not team friendly. I, I kept going to them saying, hey, I want to start a team. I want to launch a team. Can you give me any kind of a, a break, a cut on the split or on the cap? Or, you know, how does that? And they were like, you know, we're just not team friendly here. It's more of a solo agent brokerage. So you're going to need to, you know, not do that <laughs> or go somewhere else, basically. Yeah. And uh, so I ended up starting my own company. I I'd looked at other brokerage models out there, didn't see anything that really worked for me back in 2015. So I started my own company. Mm -hmm. So I co-founded Bellwether Real Estate here in Bellingham back in 2015. And my motivation for doing that was purely to, to launch my own team and to be a team friendly brokerage. And so... Uh, myself and five other, well, there were four other partners. So a total of five of us launched that company in 2015 and we grew it and I grew, you know, was able to focus on building my team. And so ever trying to learn from other people that are much better at this than I am on fine tuning our team model and building and that that's really what the process I'm in right now is building a scalable model. Mm -hmm a model that doesn't require my revenue for it to be successful. That's the big one is getting out of working in the business to working on the business. So I'm right in that transition right now. 
of, um, of doing that. I'm still in production as we speak, um, but ultimately my vision is to not be there. Um, and so that's where all of our systems come into place. That's where our core values, our culture, and our structure, team structure, because I want to not only be um, continue to run a successful team here in Bellingham, but to um, expand into other locations. And in order to do that, you know, there has to be those things in place, those those great business principles in place. Um, so yeah, that, that's where I'm at right now. Is oh oh, I should tell you this. So. About a year ago, um, maybe a year and a half ago, I wanted to expand, like I said, expand other locations. And it's, a, it's for selfish reasons. And one of those reasons is I want to be in warm places in the winter. Yeah. The Pacific Northwest is amazing in the summertime. Like this time of year, it's beautiful here. I love it. I want to be here in in the warm one, warm one, warmer time of year. But in the wintertime, I don't really, it's not awesome. <laughs> it's really dark. It rains a lot. And mm. so I'd really like to get to a warmer place. So uh, my wife and I took a trip down to Florida and we were looking at, you know, what's going on in the market down there? What would it look like to expand our team? And realizing that my brokerage at Bellwether, we're, we're not going to be able to support an operation in Florida. I'm going to need to find another brokerage to work with down there. Mm -hmm. So I called Glenn Sanford of EXP because EXP started right here in Bellingham and I've known Glenn for years. And I reached out to Glenn and I said, hey, here's my Here's what I'm thinking. And he goes, love that idea. Here's the deal, though. We have a, a policy inside EXP that says if you're in one state with EXP, you have to be in any other state you operate in. You also need to be with EXP. You can't be with competitive brokerages in different states. And I'm like, oh, wow. Mm -hmm. So I would have to leave the brokerage that I started in order to do that. But I said, well, Glenn, fill me in. What's been going on with EXP lately? And at that time, there were probably around 35,000 agents and EXP was exploding, you know, mm -hmm. this was about a year and a half ago. And I'm like, whoa, dude, this is amazing. And that as I dug further into the model and started talking to other people around the country, other teams and other broker owners that had come to EXP, I really uh, was intrigued at how this model worked. And I started looking at it and going deeper and deeper and deeper. And then I, I thought, this is actually better than anything I could ever do with my own brokerage. I could never duplicate what EXP offers agents and team mm -hmm. leaders. And so I got to the point where it was like, I have to do this. It's it's unethical for me not to switch, to make a move over to EXP because really for myself and my family and my, my team agents, it's just a better model. It's a better platform. So I went back to my business partners. I said, guys, I'm going this direction. I want you to go with me. Let's take the whole brokerage and just be Bellwether Real Estate brokered by EXP. Because I never loved the actual day-to-day -day operation of the brokerage, mm -hmm. that part of it is like, ugh, let's let somebody else do that. So EXP does a great job on the back office side, the back end of running the business so that we can focus on sales and growth and those kind of things with our and, and focus on our clients. Yeah, absolutely. So they were like, yeah, you know what? We're just going to stay boutique. We're not, we don't want to do that. We're just going to stay here. But Tim, we support what you're doing. You're yeah. growth excited. We see that in you. You should go do this. So I went to my team and I was like, okay, I don't know what the team's going to do. Are they going to want to stay? Are they going to want to come? And I said, guys, here's the decision I've made. Here's the direction we're going to go. Um, what do you think? And so everybody on the team said, yes, we're going to, we're going to go to EXP with you. And so in um, March of 2021, 
just a little bit over a year ago, we all came over to eXp. And um, it's been an amazing experience. You know, we, we were really happy that we made the switch. Um, I miss my partners and our own company. But really, at the end of the day, this is just a better platform for where we're going as, as a company and as a business. And that's cool because they wanted you to do that, right? They were like, we're going to stay here. But Tim, you know, go fly. And a lot of people, you know, are scared to switch brokerages because of that sense of loyalty and that connection. And, you know, obviously um, putting your blood, sweat and tears into building a brand, especially with a boutique brokerage. And, you know, it's scary to come over here. You think it's going to get all washed away with eXp, but uh, you got to touch on many of the exciting parts of eXp, like um, being in two states at one time. And uh, just it's just incredible. That's an awesome story and a great example of, you know, all the benefits that eXp has to offer. Definitely. And so you worked with a lot of brokerages and, you know, you've been in the industry for a while. So when it came time to, you know, look at moving to Florida for the colder months and expanding that team, what made you look to Glenn first? What made you look to eXp first versus um, some other brokerages that you've worked with? In the past? Yeah, great question. Well, <laughs> here's the thing. When we started Bellwether, we had started talking to Glenn. We were talking to Glenn at that time. We were mm -hmm. looking at eXp. We were going to be Bellwether Real Estate powered by eXp back in 2015. But in the 11th hour, we got some advice from a, from a mentor and they, they said, no, don't do that. You should just be your own company, be being independent. You know, you're going to lose, you're going to leave too much money on the table if you try to do something with eXp. Well, it actually turned out the other way around. We left a ton of money on the table because we should have gone with eXp in 2015 because I think the stock price was about eight cents a share or 15 cents a share or something at that time. So it's a little painful <laughs> yeah, to talk about it. But it was really interesting how I met Glenn. And it was actually in 2014, I attended a conference. Mm -hmm. It was a weekend seminar called The Millionaire Mind Intensive. Okay. And it was put on by a guy named T. Harvecker. And he is a personal development guy. He, he's wrote, written books and does conferences and things like that. So I went to that conference down in Bellevue, Washington, by myself thinking, oh, it'll be a great weekend. I, I can really dive into this content. It'll be really good. And I sit down and I, about halfway through the first day, I look over in the corner and I go, man, I think that's Glenn Sanford over there. I, I've heard about Glenn. I've seen him in town and or seen him around town, but I don't think I've ever met him before. But he just started that company called EXP a little while ago. I'm really curious about that. So I went and found Glenn at the break, introduced myself and I basically hung out with him every chance I could get the rest of the conference to hear more, to get to know Glenn better and get to know more about the EXP model. Mm -hmm. And so that had always stuck with me. That time I spent with Glenn at that conference, he had always been so generous with his time. Um, every, every time I had connected with him, he was always very engaging and very generous and curious and just an authentic person. And the fact that we almost went with him in the beginning of Bellwether, and then I thought if I ever do anything ever different, it's going to go, I'm going to go back to EXP. So that's why I called Glenn first and I'm really glad I did. Yeah, of course. And, you know, there were, there were such great points on why you picked EXP. And of course you had that pre-existing relationship, um, you know, dual state opportunities and, um, you know, everything else that came with it. But now that you've been with EXP for a while, and, you know, you've iconed, what are some of the things that maybe you didn't know about eXp that you've now fallen in love with 
right. or um, you know some things that you didn't think that you would like, and you came over, tried it out, and you're like, man, this is this is different. I really like this. Yeah. Um, well, the first thing that's really surprised me was the the way we um, handle our files online. So mm-hmm. we use EXP has a company called or an app called Skyslope that we do all of our transactions through. And they have people that are monitoring our Skyslope files at EXP. So the EXP staff monitors our files. And like every day, I, as a team leader or the agent, will get an update from compliance on where they're at with their file. And every file is perfect. I mean, that's one thing as a broker owner that keeps you up at night is, oh my gosh, what's falling through the cracks? What happens if we get audited? You know, are we... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> is somebody doing something they shouldn't be doing? And what that was one of the great benefits of coming to EXP was the level of proficiency that our compliance people have on each one of our files made me feel really, really good. I'm like, I never worry about any of our files because they are on them every day. We're getting feedback on what's going on with our files. So that was a huge one right there. Mm-hmm. Just managing files and making sure that everything, that's a detailed job. And those guys are great. If there's a signature missed or a date missing, they're on it. They let us know and get it taken care of right away. So when you're managing a brokerage or you're managing a team with a lot of transactions, it can get a little overwhelming. And you're wondering in the back of your mind, is everything getting handled correctly? So that was a huge benefit right there. Um, the other one is the ICON program. You know, I, I was like, it, you know, I didn't know if that would really happen for me or not or, you know, how good a benefit is that? And so finding out that, so, you know, $16,000 cap is the EXP cap. Everybody pays into that. And so I'd paid into my cap. And that's always a goal every year is like cap out as quickly as possible, you know, do as many transactions just to get that out of the way. Mm-hmm. But then I got a message um, right around the end of the year, December, January says, Hey, congratulations. You have hit icon status. So you're going to get your cap back in company stock. I'm like, this is amazing. So I looked at, that's awesome. So right away, that $16,000 I'm going to get back in company stock. That's huge. The other thing is the revenue share program. I am, because my team came over, I'm earning, generating revenue share from them. Plus other people have come to eXp in the process that aren't on our team. So I'm generating this recurring monthly income from other people's transactions. eXp pays me. So that's the cool thing about revenue share. I know I'm jumping around a little bit, but revenue share is where EXP says, okay, how do we want to grow our company? We're going to grow it organically and we're going to, we're going to incentivize and, and we're going to reward our agents for attracting other agents into the company. So if I, if someone comes to EXP because I invited them, they join and they say, Tim is the reason I'm here. When they sell a house, they don't pay they don't pay me any money, but EXP pays me like a, a little spiff sure. for that transaction. And every time they close a transaction up to a certain amount per year, EXP pays me a little a little bonus. And so if you you know ultimately if you get enough people that are closing transactions that I'm sponsor I've sponsored, that can be a nice little recurring income every month based on their closings and EXP benefiting me to that. So I love it that EXP actually allocates, I believe like 50% of the revenues that come into the company, 
they they funnel into to like fund the revenue share program. And so that's that creates sustainability. Like that program will always exist. So again, back to Icon. So my sixteen thousand dollars, I got my sixteen thousand dollars back. I'm generating some additional income on the revenue share program. Plus, I earned I earned free stock this last year. So like when I close my first transaction, I earned some free stock. When I cap out, I earn free stock. But then when other agents that signed up under me close their first transaction, I get some free stock. So I have all this free stock that I've earned um, as a result of doing everything I would have done at any other brokerage. But now I'm getting all of these additional benefits for it. And I think really at the end of the day, if we penciled it out and I put together a, a little spreadsheet, I'm actually dollars ahead being at eXp. Like it doesn't cost me anything to run my business here, which is that. unbelievable. It's, it's crazy. It's hard to like think of it that way, right? Like you're like, this is even possible. You know, I wish I had done it sooner. All the benefits that are coming with it, uh, they just lined up and they seemed right for you, Tim. And that's really exciting. And obviously you're busy, you know, you're running a team, dual state opportunities here. You're a dad. I know you said your kids are, not, are in college. So obviously, um, you know, still dad, but not always hands-on, but still having to balance that in um, sure. everything. So, you know, with how busy you are, how do you manage, you know, your work-life stress? How do you make sure you're um, chasing a balance? You know, what's your secret to keeping it all together? Yeah, <laughs> great question. Well, first of all, I love what I do. Mm -hmm. I absolutely am. I'm obsessed with real estate. I love it. It's been, it's been my calling really since I discovered it back in, you know, 2010, 2011, 12. And so that's part of it. If you love what you do, then I don't feel like I'm having to manage a lot of stress because it's just, it's my passion. I get energized being in it. it that doesn't mean it's not hard. It doesn't mean it's not scary. There's not like levels of uncertainty. Yes, definitely. Um, I'm, I, I guess I'm fortunate because I decided to, to work as a team. Mm -hmm. And so I have great people surrounding me. Not only do I have great people with the EXP that are supporting us now as a team and myself, I have an incredible team of people that support me. So I have paid staff and then we have team agents as well. And every day I get to come into a space that I love the people I work with, the people we are all, um, we all have kind of the same vision and the same culture and the same energy. We all we all see real estate as a pathway to create a life beyond our wildest dreams. And we're all pursuing that. So I'm pursuing that and all of our agents on our team are pursuing creating a life for themselves that real estate, a path you know, through real estate would afford them. And the cool thing about real estate is one, they are they are generating commission incomes when they sell a house. Then they're then they're like benefiting from all of the systems that the EXP platform provides for them. And then we also do real estate investing as well. So our agents are investing in the income producing properties for their own, for their own, you know, business and life. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it, so how do I manage it? I manage it by having great people around me that I can delegate to. Mm -hmm. So like for a lot of the leads that I, we generate a lot of leads, I get a lot of leads and I delegate those to the team. You know, I don't try to handle every single client by myself. There's just no way I could do that. Yeah, absolutely. And to have people on your team that you know, like, and trust and, um, you know, can leverage those tasks out to that maybe take you a little longer when you can be focusing on, you know, the bigger picture tasks that bring in more income. It just makes sense. Uh, you know, you have to spend money to make money, whether you're hiring 
you know, staff, delegating that to your team, you've got virtual assistants, whatever it is, however you leverage that to get bigger, you have to spend money, you have to let go of some tasks and you can't, you can't be a control freak all the time, but you should, you know, have the ability to uh, know, like, and trust your team. Absolutely. That's awesome, Tim. That's a great, um, you know, vision and advice on, you know, how to get bigger, how to get to this level. And speaking of this level, obviously you're an icon agent because you're on the icon podcast. That's how we found you. So that being said, you know, between practicing in two states and, you know, the team, all of that being said, about how many houses do you have to sell or get through to hit the icon status? Ooh. I don't even know what the number is. <laughs> All I know is we say that, so don't feel bad. Like that's last year we we I think we did about eighty five transactions, about sure. fifty million in volume. Mm -hmm. So apparently that's good enough to to hit icon. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, there's that. And then um, you know, when it comes to iconing, it's more than just the production and the amount of houses you sell. You have that cultural commitment too, right? right? So whether you're mentoring, coaching, teaching an EXP world, vetting other icons, uh, what avenue did you take, Tim, for your cultural commitment? So mine is the mentoring. Mm -hmm. So not only am I mentoring the agents on our team, and um, I'm also mentoring other new agents that join the company. So when someone gets their license, they come to EXP. That, I like that. I really like that about the company because they've recognized the fact that that new agent doesn't get any hands-on training to get their license. Mm -hmm. And so... EXP is very committed to the mentor program. I am a certified mentor. I take on mentees. And so it's been a lot of fun working with different mentees and helping them be successful in business. Yeah, absolutely. That's really fun. And, you know, um, kind of coaching them up. And it's really the mentor program is actually really cool about EXP. And, you know, you can go out into the real world, into real estate and hope you find a mentor. A lot of the times, like you said, you know, you're kind of thrown to the wolves let out on your own to figure it out. So it's really cool that EXP, you come over here, they're going to set you up with a mentor. Yeah, absolutely. And that's really my specialty with our team. The way our team works is we recruit mostly brand new agents. Mm -hmm. And and that's how we've designed our training. It's like, okay, you're a brand new agent, never sold a house before. What is the step-by-step -step process you need to take to hit your goals as quickly as possible? And so that's what we want to do is we want people because when you start as a brand new agent on day one, there's about, you know, a thousand decisions you have to make all at once. And, you know, most of those are wrong decisions that an agent would make. So what we try to help agents do is make the best decisions they can early on their career and take the actions that will gain traction to get them that first client and then to get that client to their first closing and their first commission check. Absolutely. And, um, you know, just, I, I love everything about EXP and like for the next part of my question with iconing, um, I guess what benefits have you really enjoyed most about it? Right. So you get to be involved with mentees, you, you know, get the opportunity to practically be paid to go to EXP con and shareholders and you get your stock back and well, you get your cat back in stock. Yeah. Yeah. Um, excuse me. Got too excited talking about it. <laughs> so, Tim, you know, what part of iconing has made you say, okay, this is really cool. I have got to do this again. You know, this is going to be on my goal list next year and the next year and the next year because yeah. iconing is worth it. What benefits have you loved about it? Well, I think one of the, one of the best things is just, you know, earning the stock, you know, mm -hmm. if you think about year after year after year to icon every year, 
and get $16,000 of company stock. I mean, that that's going to add up over time. Mm-hmm. And so I just, just, just from a personal financial perspective, I really like that vehicle. That's just one more vehicle in, in many things that I could be doing or that I do to generate wealth in my life. And so that's just one more piece of the puzzle that really, I don't know anybody else that offers that. And so it's, it's really uh, gratifying to be part of a brokerage and that honors their agents by giving them the opportunity to earn that kind of, you know, wealth creation. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just, you know, at this level of production and uh, the kind of team you have, it's just, you know, it's something that you have to have on your list every year. It just makes sense. And you're not leaving that money on the table, right? That that cap can come back into your pocket and you're not going to find another brokerage that gives you that opportunity. Not yet. Um, you know, asking for your cap back is, is pretty bold as it is. So to even have the opportunity with EXP is pretty unheard of. It really is. And, you know, I will say this, that was, I didn't expect this part of it, but every person that I've crossed paths with in the company in leadership and other agents, the, the energy level, like the energy you're putting out there right now, I mean, it's very similar to any other energy I felt from people in the company. I mean, everybody is really upbeat, optimistic. The collaboration, the spirit of collaboration is just off the charts. I mean, everybody wants to help everyone succeed. And um, I really appreciated that. I, you know, Glenn and the other leadership team, the people that they're, that they're hiring and that are in charge of the company, I've been really impressed with the quality of the people that are, that are structuring the business and structuring the company, which gives you a lot of hope. Mm-hmm. It gives me a lot of hope for where are we going to be in the future? What, what, what will the stock price do in the future? You know, what's our, you know, everything that we're doing, I think it's going to get better. Like our branding is going to get better. And then our, like our CRM program will get better and our benefits will get better. Everything's going to get better because we have these awesome people we're attracting, like the best of the best of the best are coming to EXP and that just makes our whole company that much better. So um, I'm excited about it. I'm excited to be part of it. And I, and I hope to make whatever contribution I can to make it better because I'm benefiting from the contributions of so many others. Absolutely, Tim. And like, it's funny you say that I have a couple more questions, but I want to tell you this story of, from an icon agent I was interviewing a couple months ago, he didn't want to come over to EXP, but his buddy was over at EXP and his buddy was like, Hey, why don't you come to, you know, this business conference with me this weekend? And he's like, okay. So he went to just a, what he thought was real estate in general conference and, you know, was talking to everybody and came back to his buddy after, you know, a happy hour uh, networking and was like, Hey man, you know, it's so weird. These people are amazing, but the only people I've talked to are from EXP. Because his buddy had yeah. dragged him to an EXP only conference. Oh yeah. And he just, you know, out of all the sales pitches that he'd gotten from his buddy trying to recruit him over here, what finally did it was being around the people and their energy and you know, just the collaboration that they bring to uh yeah. these events is what really sold him. So I love sharing that story. Yeah. And um, Tim, you know, for the next question, as you are a mentor, um, let's talk about it like scenario wise, right? So your mentor, let's say I just got licensed, you know, I'm, I'm right out of real estate school where they don't even teach you how to write an offer letter. Right. And you're like, Hey, okay, Tim, like I'm on your team. This is great. Um, let's talk goals. You know, I've heard about this icon thing. You get your cat back in stock. Sounds pretty good to me. Um, I think I'd like to icon my first year. I know I'm a rookie, but that's, that's on my list of goals to achieve this year. 
Um, and I've had an icon agent call it a come to Jesus talk. Yeah. So what kind of come to Jesus are you going to have with me? You know, how do we set out some realistic expectations for that? Right. What are some goals, um, milestones? What are some mistakes maybe you made um, when trying to reach that high of production as a rookie or um, yeah. when coming over to EXP? So let's yeah. have this talk. <laughs> Absolutely. I love that question. It wouldn't, nothing would make me happier than to have a brand new agent come up to me and say, that was one of their goals. I want to be icon my first year. And I would say that I love that. Let's, let's make that a goal together. And um, I really start people with a, on a process of teaching them the fundamentals. Mm -hmm. And the first part of that process is, is their mindset. Because I love that they have the mindset that they want to go after icon, but we need to talk about like, it's so easy to have a fear-based mindset of all the reasons why people wouldn't, why you won't be successful in real estate. And so I have a lot, I work a lot with people on their getting their mindset right. That's where we start. Mm -hmm. And then one thing that a lot of real estate agents that come into the business, they completely miss is the fact that this is a sales job. You have to be great at sales. You know, it, it seems like a lot of people get into the business and they have this in their image, in their mind of HGTV, and I'm just going to be out showing houses, driving around, and, you know, it's going to be awesome, you know, champagne, champagne and caviar, right? Yeah, but, charcuterie um, boards and luxury. And exactly. And, and what I teach people on the sales side of it is, is that your income will be determined by two things. Mm -hmm. It'll be determined by one, the number of conversations you initiate every day. Like how many conversations you actually talk to somebody that you initiated that conversation, how many of those a day, and then the quality of that conversation, your income is going to be figured, it's going to be determined by that. So if they want an icon, then what we have to do is we have to reverse engineer. We're going to sit down and we're going to say, okay, how many transactions is that? What's your average sales price? Okay. How many of those will be listings? How many of those will be? And that's just it. We reverse engineer. We look at their goal. We reverse engineer it. And it really comes down to every day, how many conversations do you need to initiate to schedule an appointment? Mm -hmm. And then how many appointments does it take to get a listing or get a buyer agency agreement signed? And then how many listings do you need to take to close to hit icon? How many buyer buyers do you need to write offers for to close? And so it's a numbers game. Right. It really gets down to numbers. So we mindset right in the first place. And then we have to come up with the actual. Now. Okay, there you are. It's okay. We're getting down to the last question anyway. So if your yeah. internet can just hang on for a minute longer. Um, so, you know, the reverse engineering is great. Uh, great tactic on how to get it. And then, you know, when it comes down to the rest of it, it's just as a rookie, how much time and effort are you willing to put in to truly hit that goal? Because it does take work. Yeah. And, and really, it's a big word we use in our space is commitment. Mm -hmm. What are your commitments? What are you committed to doing? Because, you know, to hit icon, I, I mean, maybe someone else knows an easy path to hitting icon uh, or an easy path to being successful in real estate. I don't know the easy path. I know a path that is um, because you think it's, yeah, it's going to take hard work. But I think the psychological part of it is, is uh, challenging as well. And people undersell that. They don't realize like where you need to be in terms of your mindset to be successful in this business and to be able to become a top producer. Right. And it's something you have to work on every day. And that's something I do work on with my mentors and with the team agents is really talking to them about when you start every day, you've got to have a pre-work morning routine. 
like before you get into it, like what do you do before work to prepare for everything that's going to come up that day? Because if you just show up in the office every day and just kind of wing it, that's not going to get it done. And we have a little mantra that's called, you know, that if to be successful, you need to show up, you need to show up on time, you got to show, show it prepared, and then you do the work. Show up, show up on time, show up prepared and do the work. I mean, that's what it takes every single day. Absolutely, it does. And, you know, Tim, when you made that switch over to EXP, you had a lot to lose. I mean, there was um, you had your boutique brokerage and partners and relationships over there. And, um, you know, it's it's scary trying to take on more than one state. There's a lot going on. There's a big workload with that. And, you know, was your team going to come over with you? Were they going to stay? There was a lot there and a sense of loyalty and you still did it and you're killing it. So for somebody that is watching and they are maybe on the fence about making the move to EXP and they hear things out there, um, you know, people throw rocks at things that shine. So EXP is a, a cult. It's a pyramid scheme. All these things don't drink the Kool-Aid. So to somebody watching right now that may be, um, on the fence, seeing the greener grass and they're scared to make the jump, what would you have to say yeah. to them about making that move? Yeah, that's awesome. Well, nobody talked me into it except for myself. And so, no, I got no pressure, outside pressure to do this. What I honestly did, and this is what I'd ask anybody else to do, is to be open-minded mm -hmm. and to go in and take a look at the model. Under, and, and what I did is the Ben Franklin approach. Sheet of paper, line down the middle, what your current brokerage is doing for you your current model, a cap, you know, and um, what are the benefits that you are receiving or your team's receiving? And I did that. All the reasons to stay at my current brokerage, all the reasons to go to EXP, and it was very lopsided. I mean, it was like EXP list was, you know, three times longer. Yeah. And so what happened is I saw how good it would, could be for my team and for myself. And I thought, honestly, it's wrong to stay where I'm at, I'm only staying because of ego. I would only stay because it's comfortable, because it's safe. But I'm like, no, I don't want what's comfortable and safe. I want to grow. I want to expand. I want to reach toward my potential. And so that's what I would say to anybody is take a close look at the model for yourself. And then I talked to a lot of people. I reached out to people that had made the switch and go, what was it like for you? What was the biggest challenge? Kind of the questions you're asking me. And over and over and over again, I kept getting the same answer, which is best decision we ever made, which we would have done a long time ago. And I was like, then I said, okay, we're just going to do it. And that's the hardest thing is like jumping into the, the deep end of the pool because right. you don't know. And so I just find, actually, I had a text back and forth with Glenn where Glenn just said, you know, this, you're waffling back and forth. This indecisiveness doesn't serve you at all. Just make the commitment be the man God created you to be and go for it. And I was like, I, I can respect that. That's right. That's what I, that, I know. That's the right thing for me. I'm just going to do it. And that's the hardest part is just finally making that commitment. Right. So I think you just, you just make the commitment and then just watch how everything else just goes, falls into place. Absolutely. That's what happened to me. That's great advice, Tim. And, uh, you know, we're coming up on a little over 40 minutes here. It's been an awesome episode. A uh, few glitches here and there, but that's all right. Didn't didn't ruin anything for yeah. me. Um, as we wrap up, is there anything you want to leave the listeners with today? Um, you know, just so you don't feel like you left anything unsaid. Man, you know what? I don't really have. I think we, we covered all of the bases. I really appreciate the opportunity to be here. Yeah, it's been a great episode, Tim. And uh, be on the lookout for some messages from me. I'd love to get connected with you at a shareholders. 
Sounds great. Can't wait. Thank you so much. And we'll see you in a couple weeks. All right. Thank you. Icon Podcast is hosted and sponsored by Sphere Rocket Virtual Assistants, a leading provider for your virtual assistants and outsourcing needs. Owned by one of the top-ranking EXP agents, Justin Nelson. Sphere Rocket VA provides a one-stop virtual staffing solution for business owners, and we specialize in helping business owners grow their business by leveraging through virtual assistants. Trusted by the top names in the real estate industry like Kyle Whistle, Andrew Franklin, John Kitchens, and many more. Get ready to up your success and we'll help you achieve your business goals. Book your free consultation at SpearRocketVA.com and find out how we can make your life easier.